From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We really thank Rob Center for doing a fabulous job. He's why immediately after our interview, the podcast will be posted. And folks can go to WKOK's podcast page or Spotify or Google Podcasts or Pocket Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify. Well, you get the idea. I'm, there's like 20 of them now. He's, he's a busy guy in the morning, uh, Rob Center. So we appreciate that. In the studio with us now, Kelly Filer is here. Very timely visit because there was a check sort of a big cardboard check announcement uh, the other day talking about the Regional Engagement Center and an intergenerational life center. So we're going to find out about that, find out what this big project is all about. So, uh, Kelly, thanks for coming in. Oh, I am so grateful, Mark. You know, you always offer me the time on the air to talk about my hopes and dreams and visions for the community and hold me accountable to what I say I'm going to do. Oh, there you go. (laughs) All I wanted to do was converse, so (laughs) I guess that's what we're doing. Uh, The uh, REC Regional Engagement Center uh, spawned a vision task force that came up with some ideas. Tell me about this, uh, how these ideas emerged. Well, you know, actually, it goes all the way back to my time in New Orleans, Louisiana, where I got my master's degree in social work and certificate in gerontology. Back then, I was telling, you know, oh, no. Good lordy, there's my alarm. Excuse me. <laughs> You're supposed to be on WKOK right well, now. I'm not usually up this early. <laughs> um, but I got my master's degree in social work down there and loved walking to the hospital that I worked in and loved walking by all the little houses in New Orleans and stuff like that. I thought they're just so cool and I always loved, wanted when I lived there to have a hospice home Um, because I always loved the idea of congregate living and taking care of people, especially as they aged. And so when I ended up leaving New Orleans and that was my time doing all of my geriatric social work, coming back here having children then putting all of that together with the youth programs and our part of our mission always has been inspiring ideas, enriching lives, and engaging all generations in all of those activities because it's so important and that's where the value in a community comes from. And so this is our chance to go back and put all the elements together. And so back when, I've always loved the Inn. I think the Inn is a gorgeous building. And when I heard it was for sale the first time around, I thought, ooh, wouldn't it be cool to have senior housing there? And then it went off the market. And then it went back on the market around September of 2020. And I was like, you know what? Here is my time. And actually, it was there was a member of our board who said, Kelly, if you don't put it down now, uh, you're, you know, he said, go get everybody at the South Pacific CD and play that you've got to have a dream. And because if you don't have a dream, how are you going to make a dream come true? So I put it out there that this is the way you combine the benefits of intergenerational um, programming, makerspace programming that we've been talking about with the United Way and Milton for years, um, agriculture cultural programs that are just flourishing and, you know, could really use the more youth emphasis in that in our area, this is the chance. Well, I think small. I don't like any of this stuff. I want everything (laughs) to be the same tomorrow that it was today. Can't we just keep things the same as they are? You know, that... That would be fine. It would be very boring. But, you know, 
and I'm I'm up for the challenge. I'm just uh, that's who I am. You know, I see. Actually, there's a great YouTube video about being an entrepreneur, and it's it's why do you do what you do? My passion comes from what makes me sad at the end of the day. People in isolation, people that are marginalized, people that are lonely, people that are struggling to get to the services that they need, like food, like counseling, like social engagement, like an opportunity to volunteer. That makes me sad. Now I'm going to cry. This can help that. Okay. And but <laughs> I invited you on here to talk about this this vision that it's, uh, you have, but it's also there was a task force that addressed unmet needs in the community of Sealands Grove, and this is addressing those unmet needs. Sort of uh, without using the word I or me, describe how this came about. Wait, I'm sorry, explain uh, that ex- Explain how the vision task force is oh. not just you. No, it's part of our board of directors because they were like, I, actually it was one of my board members said, you have to to get your board behind you. You have to also not just make this your idea. Get a feasibility study. This is, can't just be Kelly's idea. Um, so we, you know, I had to do a lot of background research, a lot of, you know, talking to my board, a lot of putting all of this down in paper, working through the RACP application itself is a heck of a process. The, uh, uh, Redevelopment and capital projects, which is... You know, acquisition of uh, a land and a building to improve your community and have some sort of economic impact. Okay, so this vision task force isn't just you, but you're oh. helping to guide it, and maybe your idea kind of got it started. And uh, so, what's the what's the idea for the Sealands Grove Inn? The I'll go back and answer your question more about the Vision Task Force, now I'm understanding. So I had to bring my board in on that. And so what they also um, supported me in doing is reaching out to Penn State University because I've had a lot of support from them. And that's where I'm doing the One Community, Many Generations community assessment um, tool project that it was uh, a grant from AARP for Penn State to help get a whole bunch of community input as to how this should play out. And we talked a little bit about this last year, as yeah. I recall. So this isn't 100% brand new to no. me. No. Okay. So um, this is a f- this is coming it's, to fruition. It's all organic. As life should be. Right. So Sealand's Grove Inn's back on the market, and what can go there now? I see it as being ideal studio apartments for very active, independent seniors who don't sit in their houses all day or don't want to sit in an apartment all day. They just need somewhere to, you know, sleep, you know, have their food, have meals provided, but then can easily get all around town, can easily, you know, get involved in activities either on the intergenerational community life or not, you know, and participate in things downtown, go to the music series, go to the restaurants, go shopping at our businesses, visit their grandchildren, encourage their families to move to town, things like that. And the wreck would continue as it is, primarily serving young people. Yep. It's just the combining of the two, and what better way to conserve resources? Right. If somebody is concerned about the loss of tax dollars, again, there's no formal plan for this, but do you have ideas if folks are concerned about that? I have ideas, and I would love to hear others. Okay. So what is an idea to to address the loss of tax dollars? I always think, I'm on a couple different nonprofit boards, I always think, well, let's just solicit a big donation from somebody. So there's one idea. I I mean, (laughs) Susquehanna has to contribute, or doesn't has to, but contributes back 
to the borough because you know they you know have a lot of land in the borough. You know, perhaps there are other properties where they can combine. We can combine programming that might make other properties available for the tax dollars. I've been approached for other uses of the rec building. I like that other people are brainstorming and dreaming for the future, too. Okay, and how much would all of this cost, and who's going to pay for it? Well, that's where all of... Boy, I have to document all of that in the next phase of the RAC application, is to show if I accept, you know, this grant from the state, I have to show that I have secured matching funds. So, and that will not come from the borough, and it will not come just from the borough people. I get federal funds to match that. I write grants to do that. I look for very specific donors. I write other grants. I work my buns off from here on out. Okay, and how much would this cost overall? Uh, I don't. I, I know that uh, we did the announcement on the RAC grant, if I'm saying RAC mm-hmm. grant, and that was $2 million or so, as I recall. But, uh, boy, refurbishing that building into studio apartments, I'm going to estimate Lawrence's worthless estimation, $5 million or so? Yeah, uh, that's the whole project, but that's not that's for the whole campus. There are not much that would need to be done to several of those rooms. Right, we would well, be able to start pretty okay. quick. Okay, so according to your vision, what would happen? What would this site look like if everything comes to fruition and falls together? It would be the independent senior housing. It would have the fitness center right now. It would look more like our makerspace and youth programs. What's a makerspace? A makerspace is where you have modules for culinary arts, for music production and gaming and coding and industrial and graphic design, uh, where instructors come in and teach and anyone from the community can come in and take classes. um, that is also from a, there's a Penn State model. There's one at Bucknell like that. I know Kathy Straub is talking about doing one. What else on that site? Um, there, we will hopefully have a greenhouse there. Um, the Bayada Nursing Building, you know, that probably will stay as is for a long time. The big open lot would be converted into an all-ability access area. And what, what about the building that was the fitness center? I forget what's in there now. Just two apartments on the top. There's nothing in the bottom right oh, now, so that's okay. why we would be able to move youth things and makerspace over there pretty quickly. Okay. Oh, that's where the makerspace yeah. would go in, in on the first floor of that building? Yeah. And what on the second floor? Those are apartments, and so, that would be really neat to either continue to help um, supplement the budget or as perhaps a you know, sort of a campus oversight person to live there. Okay. Oh, okay. Still housing of some mm-hmm. form oh, yeah. is the idea mm-hmm. at this moment. Okay. Well, just a moment left to wrap us up. Uh, where can I get more information uh, or future information, not necessarily from the past, but tell well, us anything I'm, else. Uh, this One Community Many Generations is helping me create an assessment tool that we will hopefully within the next month or two, we will be putting that out electronically through all of our community partners, and we will also host a live event at the Rex so that everyone can come and you know hear about the project, do the survey, and get some more information and go forward from right. there. And when will uh, the Intergenerational Life Center with Senior Housing and the Greenhouse and the <laughs> Makerspace... 2023. 2023 is your goal to complete it? The get end her open. Ne- the end of next year? Sure. Easy peasy. <laughs> no, it's not easy peasy. I don't Rumba. mean to laugh out loud. That's, <laughs> that's, you're, doing, you're doing six years worth of work in two years. But, hey, if anybody works at double speed, it's you around here. So, All I can do is try, and I will learn a lot through the process and 
take as much guidance and support along the way as I can. If someone wants to help you, how do they contact you through the REC? That's the way to mm-hmm. go. Regional Engagement Center, REC. Sealands Grove, REC.com, Snyder County REC at gmail.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all those kind of ways. Good ways to stay in touch with Kelly Filer, who's the director of the Regional Engagement Center. They have a vision task force, and that has identified the potential for senior housing in the Sealands Grove Inn and a wide range of other associated projects uh, with that. They've already got a, 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 a green light for a full-blown grant application for this uh, place. So uh, moving forward, good luck. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it.